Yo, what's up, everybody? Episode 148 of the Hound Infinity Podcast, the podcast dedicated to everything sports and nerd culture. Like always, I'm your host, Jacob, and we've got a great episode lined up for you today, folks. On today's episode, we're going to talk about one of the burning questions on superhero Twitter or comic book Twitter. Will the Flash movie get canceled? Also, I said I wasn't going to talk about it a few weeks ago, but what a difference a few weeks make. We got expectations for the new Disney Plus show from Marvel, She-Hulk. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Yes, yes, that time weekend, everybody. Episode 148 of the Howl Infinity Podcast, the podcast dedicated to everything sports and nerd culture. Like always, I'm your host, Jacob. First time listening to the podcast, welcome to the podcast. And if you're a returning listener, we're glad to have you back for another fantastic episode. Like always, follow the podcast on the social media sites, like the podcast on Facebook at High on Infinity Podcast, follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at High Infinity Pod, or follow me, the host, on my personal accounts, Twitter and Instagram at SoYamAsian. And if you did not get all that, hit the link tree link up in the bio of the podcast, as our podcast social media sites and our podcast streaming platforms, such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and the Anchor app. And last but not least, if you like what you hear, Please leave your boy a five-star review on your preferred streaming platforms. That will be greatly, greatly, greatly appreciated. So I hope everybody's doing good. I'm doing pretty good myself. Weekend was good. Didn't do nothing too exciting or nothing really exciting at all. Just went grocery shopping. That's about it. Anyways, nothing else to talk about on my weekly catch-up at the beginning of the podcast. So we're going to dive right into this week's episode. So last week I talked about what the hell DC got going on and I talked about the Flash movie and the troubles it has encountered because of the lead actor Ezra Miller and his off-screen activities. And last week I recorded the podcast a couple days early before before this latest news about the Flash movie. So like the next day after I recorded it, <laughs> news broke that Ezra Miller, once again, the lead actor for The Flash, was charged with another crime, allegedly. Like the fourth one this year. I'm like, damn. They might as well trash this Flash movie. Not going to dive into what he is allegedly accused of doing. You know, that's all over the internet. You can just look it up. But basically, after this latest brush with the law, a lot of people are wondering, what is DC and Warner Brothers going to do with The Flash movie, which is set to come out June 2023, less than a year. But last week, a report came out on what Warner Brothers may do with the Flash movie. So Warner Brothers has three options that they might do. Option one, still put out the movie. But during this time, they're going to get Ezra some therapy or counseling. And when it's time to do press for the movie, you know, like interviews, all that stuff. It's basically going to be a I'm sorry tour. Option two, same as option one, still put out the movie and keep Ezra as far away from the public eye as possible. No press tour, no movie premiere, no interviews, no nothing. Basically separate the art from the artist as much as possible. Then there's option three. The most popular option among people who has been following this, just cancel the damn movie. Easier said than done. 
because it looks like DC may do an overhaul anyway. Like they canceled the Batgirl movie and a lot of other stuff got canceled too. So canceling the Flash movie should be easy when you think about it. But these studios are in the money making business. Like in Warner Brothers eyes, they're okay with the money they lost from the Batgirl movie. But they damn sure ain't going to be okay with the money they may lose from the Flash movie if they cancel it. Because the Flash movie is one of the most anticipated projects from DC for like the past 5, 6, 7, hell, 8 damn years now. So they put a lot of money into this. And I assume they don't want to lose that money. But if you had to lose money, which no one wants to lose money. But if you had to lose money... Would you rather lose $100 or $5? That's basically what DC or Warner Brothers is thinking at the moment. They don't mind losing $5, but they damn sure don't want to lose that $100 with the Flash movie. Of course, you know, I'm just making an analogy. So those are the options DC and Warner Brothers have right now. I think I read they're going to wait and see the results from these cases that he's being allegedly accused of doing. And then they'll make their final decision. My thoughts on the situation, I know DC and Warner Brothers... Hasn't really seen eye to eye when it comes to these superhero movies. But we got to start off with a person, Ezra Miller. Like, come on, man. <laughs> you a grown-ass man. Like, you got to know <laughs> right from wrong. All I got to say is that like, if he would have just stayed out of trouble, he would never been in this situation in the first place. Or these situations, plural, in the first place. And when it comes to the studios, it's kind of like a sports team or any other job. They can't control, you know, what their employees do outside of work. Like, don't get arrested. It's something that really doesn't have to be said on your job. Also, after like the first or second incident, Warner Brothers should have nipped this in the bud. They should have gotten him, you know, some counseling or some kind of help. Send him down and be like, dog, we got so much money invested in you. You can't be doing this. As the kids on Twitter be saying... Ezra is fumbling the bag. If I was DC, like I said, after that first or second incident, I would have sat his ass down and but hey man, one more fuck up. We're kicking you out. We're going to replace you with Grant Gustin from the TV Flash show. But time will tell on the future of this Flash movie. Me personally, I just say just cancel it because the stuff he's being accused of is crazy. And if it's true and, it's, and, and he's charged... Oh, yeah, definitely cancel this movie. But at the end of the day, if the movie can make money, more than likely Warner Brothers will release it. Two of the three options I just read had the movie still coming out. My gut feeling is that they're still going to put the movie out anyways. But I wouldn't be surprised if this movie didn't perform as well as they expected with all this stuff going on. But we shall wait and see. Now jumping to the other side with Marvel. So a few episodes ago... <laughs> I said I was not going to talk about the She-Hulk show. I tried to find a clip but couldn't find it. Didn't feel like digging back that far. But what a difference a few weeks can make. So this week Marvel drops their fifth project of 2022. And the penultimate, love using that word, the penultimate project of Phase 4. She-Hulk Attorney at Law. The first Disney Plus show with a subtitle. So what made me change my mind about this She-Hulk show? A few reasons. Uh, one, I need content. I eventually was going to watch the She-Hulk show because after Black Panther 2 come out later this year, I was going to rank all the Phase 4 projects from Black Panther, 
Like from Black Widow to Black Panther 2, from worst to best. So that's one reason. Another reason, over the past few weeks, I've seen some of the trailers. It caught my interest because the first trailer came out, I want to say May, April or May. And it was eh to me. And the CGI did look a little wonky at times. Not wonky like it did in uh, Miss Marvel on a few occasions. But like I said, the way the show was looking in the past few trailers and who may appear in the show, it has caught my interest in the past couple weeks. This is like Marvel's version of like Law and Order or Better Call Saul because she, uh, what's her name? Jennifer Walter, She-Hulk is a lawyer. And I did see something like she'll be like the lawyer of like of a superhero division and all that stuff. I heard they're going to bring up the Sokovian Accords. That was basically the... Oh, man, it's been a while since I, I talked about Civil War. But yeah, basically the, the Sokovia Accords, basically trying to like regulate superhero activity. That's what they thought about in uh, in Captain America Civil War. But anyways, quick expectations for going into She-Hulk. I don't expect this show to reinvent the wheel or anything in the MCU. The only real big event that happened in these... uh. Disney Plus shows was in Loki introducing Kang and opening up the multiverse. So these Disney Plus shows don't really do anything in the grander scheme of things so far. But I think this She-Hulk show will be a change of pace to a more fun pseudo superhero pseudo law show. So who is She-Hulk? So the premise of She-Hulk reads, Jennifer Walters has a complicated life. As a single attorney in her 30s, who also becomes a six foot seven green superhero She-Hulk. Damn, six seven? The hell with being a superhero. My Lakers need to sign her. We need somebody to get rebounds and play defense. But going into She-Hulk, I knew next to nothing about the character. I just know her from playing Marvel vs. Capcom 3. All I knew is that she was Bruce Banner's cousin, and she got her powers when she was shot. And she needed a blood transfusion from Bruce to keep her alive. And that's about it. Hell, I didn't even know she was a warrior. So I'm learning as I go with this show. Like I did with Moon Knight. So some things we do know going into the show. The show is coming out on Thursdays instead of Wednesdays. And this show will be nine episodes long. I don't know if they're going to do one or two episodes this first week to start off with. Other things we know going into the show... A lot of cameos and appearances are going to be in She-Hulk. I read that they're going to have a lot of off-the-wall villains in this show. But there are three appearances confirmed for She-Hulk so far. Of course, the Hulk. And I'm curious on how would they do her origins. Like I said in the comics, she was shot and Hulk had to give her a blood transfusion to save her. And by the looks of the show, the Hulk will be her trainer, teaching her, and showing her how to control her powers. Then we got Wong from Doctor Strange. Fun fact. This is Wong's seventh MCU appearance. That's more than the Hulk, Hawkeye, Falcon, and Scarlet Witch, just to name a few. And I was wondering, when I saw the trailers, why is he in this show? Probably because him and Abomination, or Abomination is going to be in this show as well, and both of them were in Shang-Chi, so that may have something to do with it. And the most anticipated cameo in this show is Daredevil, his first MCU appearance, with the suit on, of course, we saw Matt Murdock in Spider-Man No Way Home. And judging by the photos I saw, the suit looks good to me. And if I had to guess, I think he's just going to be in only one episode. I read that this show has a lot of post credit scenes. That's what I've been reading. Don't know if it's true until we watch it. But 
I've been reading the big rumor going into She-Hulk is that we're going to see a member of the Fantastic Four in this show. We already saw Mr. Fantastic in Multiverse of Madness. From what I've been hearing, the Fantastic Four member we're going to see in this show is Ben Grimm, aka The Thing. But we're just going to have to wait and see when She-Hulk comes out. And I'll be back next week to give you my first reactions. Thank you for listening to another episode of the podcast. I greatly appreciate you for taking time out of your very busy day to give this podcast a listen. Thank you for all the likes, retweets, shares, subscribes, and any other way you support the podcast. It truly means a lot to me. Like I say, I will not be here without you, the listener, and I thank you for that. So take care, be safe, and I will see y'all next time.